okay, an obvious first podcast is a general description of the Yeshua Judaism series of podcasts. Who are we? What are we all about? What's our objective? What is our target audience, etc., etc.? Now, you should know that the TorahOfMessiah.org website is a website that accompanies these podcasts. And much of the material that will be present here in audio form originates in written form from that website. That is the TorahOfMessiah.org website. There will also be material eventually in audio form that you will likely not find in written form on the website. Why is that? Because to be perfectly blunt, it takes a lot of work to uh, write that material. And the material that's present on the website currently is actually only a fraction of the material that is really available, particularly from previous incarnations of the website. So what I'll do first, I think, is to assist in describing who we are, what is the Yeshua Judaism series about, I'll go ahead and simply read from the mission statement and statement of belief that is present on the TorahMessiah.org website. And then I'll go into some general discussion and expansion regarding what we're here to do and what we, are, we hope to accomplish. So first, the mission statement. We strive to perfect our divine service to the eternal Creator. Our focus is to facilitate the tikkun, that is the repair or correction, of ourselves and also of creation in general with special emphasis towards correcting Christianity and the many, many false doctrines that are present within it. We also strive to pursue study and proper observance of God's eternal Torah or instructions free of the overburdensome rabbinic decrees, or derabanans, which often violate the Torah prohibition against adding to the eternal Creator's Torah, and which also often usurp God's authority. Our principal objective is to rescue Christians out of the, out of the lawless or anti-Torah paganism of Christianity, and back to the New Testament Torah faith of and in Yeshua, or Jesus. We believe Torah is for all mankind, and not for simply Jews, which represent approximately only 0.25% of the world's population. We advance Yeshua Judaism as defined within the website and within the podcast you will be hearing, and we reject the elitism and exclusivity of those who differ within what we call Akiva Judaism, commonly known as Orthodox or Rabbinic Judaism. We point out what we consider Akiva Judaism's errors primarily for the necessary purpose of distinguishing it from Yeshua Judaism, while openly stating that the similarities far outnumber the differences. Yeshua Judaism, the original faith of and in Yeshua and as presented in the New Testament, truly is a sect of Judaism. That is a fact which even many Akiva Judaism rabbis openly admit. We enormously respect and do not seek to malign or tarnish the meritorious memory of the Chazal, or Jewish sages, and wish that the rabbis of Akiva Judaism would at least show some semblance of respect to the Chazal, or sages of Yeshua Judaism, 
that is, Yeshua and his Talmudim were disciples and apostles. Unfortunately, even as Akiva Judaism's rabbis rightly warn of the severity of Lashon Hara, or evil speech, they nevertheless practice it constantly regarding Yeshua Judaism's Chazal, that is, regarding Yeshua, the apostles, and basically the writers of the New Testament. Besides Yeshua, a primary target of their Lashon Hara, or evil speech, is Shaul, or the apostle Paul, whom they despise almost as much as they despise Yeshua, or Jesus, and whom they consider a traitor, probably, because he abandoned the strict Pharisaic elitism of the Tanaim, or Judaism's most revered sages, some of whom were contemporaries of Yeshua and of Shaul, or Paul, as well as of everyone else presented in the New Testament, because they were alive during the time frame of the New Testament. That is, the Chazal, some of the Chazal and early sages of Judaism, literally were contemporaries with Yeshua and all the original followers of Yeshua. The devoted and fearless Paul, or Shaul, became a forceful opponent of Akiva Judaism's elitist mindset, and they despise him for it. And we'll get much deeper into that within the future podcast. Akiva Judaism, or Orthodox Judaism, as it is practiced today, began to take shape in Yavne, following the destruction of the Second Temple. The sincerely good-intentioned yet overreaching extent of an opportunistic rabbinic authoritarian power grab by various Pharisees and the very real, effectively idolatrous sage-worship mentality present within the subsequent restructured Judaism are two significant errors of that faith. An irrefutable proof which often drives Akiva Judaism adherents and groupies into fits of denial or rage, is that due to the fact that Akiva Judaism did not materialize until after the temple destruction, Yeshua Judaism, which existed while the temple still stood, predates Akiva Judaism by more than a generation. Any Akiva or Orthodox Judaism rabbi who says otherwise is frankly a blatant and willful liar. Yeshua Judaism steadfastly believes and teaches that God, the Creator God, is impartial and that all mankind stands before God as fundamentally equal, though with differing talents, capabilities, roles, and missions. Akiva Judaism is an extraordinarily elitist faith system which definitely does not believe in God's impartiality and shows little regard for the vast majority of humans, 99.75% of humans, who are not Jewish. In fact, as I will prove within the podcast and as I prove on the website, many among the practitioners of Akiva Judaism shamelessly consider the non-Jews, the Goyim, to be literally an inferior human species. Obviously, the issue of whether or not Yeshua is Messiah caused division among those who followed him and the Pharisees during that time who subsequently created Akiva Judaism. 
and the division was even sharper later when Rabbi Akiva was exalted as a Messiah ben Yosef by his devotees. And yes, Akiva Judaism, Orthodox Judaism, definitely does teach that Rabbi Akiva was a Messiah, and I can prove that very easily. However, we sincerely and firmly believe that it was primarily the issue of elitism which divided and still divides the authentic followers of Yeshua and the later rabbinic ideology of Akivaism or Akiva Judaism. At the very least, it was an equally divisive issue. Akiva Judaism advances elitism, exclusion, and rabbinic authoritarianism. Yeshua Judaism advances equality, inclusion, and brotherhood of humanity. One possible example of the non-authoritarian nature of Yeshua Judaism is seen when Yeshua, or Jesus, directly instructed his followers to not address others as rabbi because of how it implies submission of will to the potentially arrogant rabbis lusting for power, adoration, and control. Unfortunately, some alleged followers of Yeshua today within the Messianic community do not hesitate to label others or take upon themselves the label of rabbi, despite the fact that Yeshua, whom they claim to follow and adore, commanded them to not do so, and he commanded it very directly. They do it anyway. In contrast to Yeshua Judaism's lack of authoritarian tyranny, Akiva Judaism because it considers the Chazal, or the most revered Jewish sages, as literally infallible, elevates the teachings of their Chazal to a level equal to God. And in fact, they usurp the authority of God. Again, that is easily proven. The Chazal are effectively idols of Akiva Judaism. Literally, they are idols. And that is very easy to prove. Now, I absolutely believe that the Chazal were men of extremely high wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. However, they were still mortal men, and therefore imperfect. They are not infallible. Yet within Akiva Judaism, or Orthodox Judaism, it is forbidden to differ with them. Now, regarding Christianity... Christianity has wandered horribly far from truth. Indeed, it is much further from truth than Akiva Judaism. So much so that whether they know it or not, devout Jews actually, quote, follow Christ, unquote, better than do Christians. It is extremely rare to actually find a Christian who actually follows Christ or follows Messiah. We hope to help restore Christianity, or at least truly searching Christians, Christians who are sincere and seeking to draw near to God. We hope to help them to find and to understand the original true faith of the first century followers of Yeshua the Messiah, a faith that was Torah-focused and that did not worship Yeshua as God in the flesh. We hope to facilitate an awakening and setting free of Christians imprisoned by unbiblical teachings. In addition to introducing them to the Torah mindset, 
we aim to glorify and elevate Torah, as did Yeshua, with the hope that they will pursue Torah and thus finally truly follow Christ. We do not condemn anyone, nor do we have the power to do so. We respect everyone's sincere attempt to serve God in whatever way they sincerely feel is proper, even though we may dramatically differ with their beliefs. We believe God works in many ways through many people, and we dare not question God's plan or how He chooses to put it into action. Christians generally are innocent victims of Christianity's long-established conspiracy of deceit, and they are absolutely not the target of our vigorous rebukes. Let me repeat that. Christians are not the target of the vigorous rebukes that you'll see on the Torah Messiah website or here on these podcasts. However, the counterfeit pagan faith system of Christianity absolutely is the target of our rebukes. The Christianity faith system, which is pagan and lawless, is the target of rebukes you're going to hear within these podcasts. We, too, were once Christians who followed the teachings of whatever denomination with which we were involved. After much prayer, as well as dedicated, lengthy, and ongoing study, we came to the inescapable conclusion that Christianity promotes extreme errors due to its distortions and misinformation with regard to the New Testament's true teachings. The foremost misrepresentation and error is the foundational Christian anti-Torah position, an error that has far-reaching eternal ramifications. This error is followed closely by an improper understanding of both God and Messiah Yeshua, or Jesus Christ, in which they say Messiah is God in the flesh. So they present Messiah as God in the flesh, which is an idolatrous teaching that is the most basic departure from both God's holy Torah, or instructions, and from Yeshua's own belief system. There is a profound ignorance of the basic concepts of God among Christians and of what Messiah really means. And that lack of understanding contributes to the deplorable God incarnate error. The ignorance is a direct and intended result of Christianity's severe falsehoods. We therefore intend to use these podcasts as well as the TorahMessiah.org website to highlight Christianity's fundamental errors and Judaism's as necessary to distinguish it, that is Akiva Judaism, from the true Torah faith of Yeshua Judaism. We hope to assist sincere truth seekers in their search who have been victimized by Christianity's deceptions and Judaism's authoritarian elitism. We, Yeshua Judaism, operate under our belief in the true unity of God, His divine plan, and His creation. We believe and promote one God, the one and only God, absolutely perfect, incorporeal, autonomous, eternal, indivisible, glorious, infinite, and incomprehensible, in his totality. We believe that one God is the impartial giver of one Torah, 
the eternal teachings given by God through Israel for pursuit and observance to all of mankind, who together comprise one people, created by the one God who gave them individually distinct and varying missions. They are essentially equal, with no single group being superior to any other. We recognize and believe that Israel, versus the Jews, which are only a fraction, actually, of Israel, are indeed chosen with a superior mission. However, a superior mission does not equate to a superior position, and that is a fundamental error of Akiva Judaism. They replace the superior mission with the teachings that they have a superior position and are superior to non-Jews, and I can easily prove that. The one people are equally invited to embrace the one God, because God is truly impartial. The one people are led by one Messiah, Yeshua, created, chosen, and resurrected by the one and only God, perfected through his unmatched achievement of complete devotion and obedience to his and our God. Having come as Messiah ben Yosef, or Messiah ben Joseph, the suffering purifying servant, and to return as Messiah ben David, the triumphant king, the fully righteous Sadiq and redeemer of Israel, the unearthly king, and the ultimate master teacher of the one God's eternal Torah. And by the way, tzaddik, or tzaddik, is a term that refers to a righteous or pious person. However, its meaning truly goes much deeper, and it will be expanded upon within various podcasts in the Yeshua Judaism series of podcasts. We embrace and seek fellowship with all who earnestly seek a relationship with the one Creator God. With those injured, by Akiva Judaism's extreme elitism and exclusivity, teachings that portray a God who views mankind unequally and who wishes for Torah to be embraced by only an elitist and exclusive limited minority composed of Jews who represent only 0.25% of the world's population. And finally, we seek in fellowship and embrace those burdened by the idolatrous anti-Torah teachings and man-made traditions of Rome-derived pagan Christianity, a faith system that is far different than the actual Yeshua Judaism teachings of the New Testament. We therefore boldly and unapologetically promote that God is impartial, just as the original followers of Yeshua did 2,000 years ago and that God wishes for all mankind to draw near to him, not just the Jews, all mankind. One God, one Torah, one people, one Messiah, together forming one divine unity of faith. The Yeshua Judaism Podcast are things that your pastor or rabbi hopes you never hear. Now, I hasten to add that in the case of pastors, often they're simply ignorant. They mean well, but they are ignorant of Torah and thus are teaching error without meaning to. 
we are hated by both Christianity and Judaism because we occupy the no-man's land between those two faith systems. You have Christianity on one side, Judaism on the other side. We're between them, and we receive arrows from both sides. They both hate us. Why? Simply put, because you will not find double standards on the Yeshua Judaism podcast. We do not take sides. And we're going to lash out and contend for the faith against both pagan Christianity and elitist, unloving Akiva Judaism. So they both despise us. However, we believe that a proper perspective can only be achieved if a person ventures beyond their comfortable sphere of belief, which is something neither Christian nor Judaic leaders wish for their people to do. They do not want people to go beyond the sphere of control and manipulation in which they have them ensnared. You'll see that within Yeshua Judaism, unlike with Christianity, there is no speed bump. There's no hiccup. There's no no break whatsoever when you go from the Old Testament or Tanakh and the New Testament. When properly interpreted, it flows like a stream, perfectly and crystal clear. There's no speed bump. The New Testament simply helps clarify and explain the Tanakh or Old Testament. You'll hear me on this website refer to the New Testament as basically a form of oral Torah, and I really believe that. The New Testament is simply a form of oral Torah, most of which can be found, believe it or not, and I think the rabbis even know this but won't tell the truth, can be found within Orthodox Judaism or Akiva Judaism's own oral Torah. Akiva Judaism does indeed teach tremendous truth. Unfortunately, however, it then wraps those truths in a klipa, a shell of impurity which conceals and blocks God's purpose for both Torah and mankind, to whom he wishes it to be made known and practiced. Those within Judaism may understand what I mean by a klipa, or a klipot in plural, a shell or a husk. But they don't understand is their own with their own teachings, they're placing Torah within a klipa, a klipa which they create and sustain. There is virtually nothing in the New Testament that isn't present somewhere within Akiva Judaism's own teachings. There are, of course, exceptions. However, most of what's in the New Testament you will also find in Akiva Judaism. That's why I said earlier, and I insist, and this is true, there were more similarities between Akiva Judaism and Yeshua Judaism Then there are differences. However, the differences are stark, and basically there can be no compromise. They're very divisive, very stark, but also actually very few. But their severity of differences prevents there truly ever being a compromise between those two faith systems. Christianity is not what the New Testament teaches. Now, this is important because, and this is one of the things you'll hear me harp on regularly on the podcast, 
Within Judaism, Akiva Judaism, those who oppose Christianity, whether you're watching YouTube, uh, you listen to their podcast, reading their their books, whatever you're doing, when it, you'll come across rabbis who will pound away at Christianity, and the term for them is often expressed as being counter-missionary. They're counter-missionaries or anti-missionaries. I don't really like that term, but I'll use it just because it's it's a common term. So Jewish counter-missionaries will pound upon Christianity. Why? Because it's easy to do, to be perfectly blunt. It's very easy to show Christianity to be an erroneous faith system. So what the rabbis do, and I understand why they do it, and I applaud their effort, actually, to try to prevent Jews from converting to Christianity, they will present information to show how wrong Christianity is. And again, it's very easy. You know, the idolatrous worship of a man, you know, the Jesus is God garbage, the, their lawlessness, their rejection of Torah, that's what they, the Judaic leaders will do and show to demonstrate the errors of Christianity. And they're right. However, that is not what the New Testament teaches. And that is something those kind of missionaries never talk about. Why? Because if people really understood what the New Testament teaches, if those Jews that they talk to would understand that the New Testament actually doesn't support Christianity, it might cause those Jews to develop curiosity and go find out what the New Testament actually teaches. So the counter-missionaries improperly falsify the truth. They basically say that the New Testament equals Christianity, and that is a lie. That is false. It does not. Christianity does not teach what the New Testament teaches. Finally, as part of this introduction, this general description, I want to address a point that often often comes up. We are commonly equated to or put in the category of Messianic Judaism, the typical Messianic congregation. A Messianic is someone who embraces Torah, but who also accepts Yeshua, allegedly. I say allegedly because they often also virtually fully accept Rabbi Akiva. And as I will describe in my Yeshua Judaism article, particularly part two, you cannot fully accept both Yeshua and Akiva. You simply can't. It has to be one or the other. Also, the Messianic groups, are they vary. They're all over the place. You have some who are very strict in their Torah observance. You have others who, for whom Torah appears to be basically optional. You have some who believe Yeshua or Jesus is God in the flesh. You may have a few who do not believe that, but most of them do, or at least the last time I was associated with them, they did, which is why I ceased to be associated with them. So the differences between what Yeshua Judaism, as we describe it, what it believes and promotes versus Messianic Judaism basically is this. First, most Messianic groups advance either explicitly or implicitly the same elitism that you'll find in Akiva Judaism. That is, they exalt the Jew, the ethnic Jew. And to be honest, it a lot of Messianic groups, it seems like 
what they're seeking is Jewishness. They're not seeking God. They're not seeking truth. They're seeking to be Jewish because to them that will place them in an elitist group of human beings. So the elitism is often present within Messianic groups, which is something I personally despise. I I have always despised arrogance. I have always despised people thinking they're better than other people. And unfortunately, that's exactly what Akiva Judaism is. It's largely built upon the concept that the Jew is a superior human species. And again, I can prove that, and I will prove that in further articles. And a lot of Messianic groups, they adopt that elitism, and they covet it. They covet being special. So that's one, one way we differ with them. Another way, as I suggested earlier, is that most groups do believe that, that is, Messianic groups, they still teach that Yeshua is God, that Jesus is God. Why do they do that? Because it keeps them in the good graces of Christianity. As long as the group promotes that, they're not going to be condemned, usually, by Christianity. Yeah, they may be considered a cult, like Seventh-day Adventist or Mormons, other groups that Christianity calls a cult, when in fact Christianity itself is a cult, but that's beside the point. The fact is, one reason that, that I abandoned Messianic Judaism is, is for that. One reason, because a lot of them still believe Yeshua is God, even though it's easily proven to be false and incorrect. So let me see if I can think of other reasons. Those are the two main ones. The elitism, which I despise, and which is common in Messianic organizations, and the idolatry of worshiping Messiah as God which I also despise because it is the most basic departure and violation of Torah. But also, frankly, just the atmosphere often was bad. It was not uncommon for them to be headed by someone whom they called their rabbi, even though Yeshua directly says, do not call anyone your rabbi. They do it anyway. It was a number of things. What these podcasts and the TorahMessiah.org website advance has some very dramatic differences and conflicts with Messianic, what is normally known or called Messianic Judaism. That is not what we are about. Yes, there will be some overlap, but do not place us within that category, Messianic Judaism, because that is not who we are. Okay, now that that's taken care of, Getting back to our differences with Christianity, which, again, I've, I've said, as I've said earlier, Christians are a primary target for these podcasts. We're hoping to rescue them from the idolatrous lawlessness of pagan Roman-derived Christianity. If properly understood, the New Testament does not teach that Yeshua is God, and it does not teach that the Torah is abolished. It simply doesn't. And there is a vast amount of information out there proving that. The Messianic movement, for instance. There's, there's numerous, numerous videos and audios and books which disprove those two major errors of Christianity. That is, that Messiah is God and Torah is abolished. That's not, the New Testament does not teach that. It does not teach that Messiah is God. It does not teach that the Torah is, is abolished. The problem is, Christian leaders are frankly ignorant. They're literally ignorant of what the, of Torah because they never study it. And so they can't see the underlying oral Torah themes within New, the New Testament. 
and so they interpret it from a Roman westernized perspective instead of from a Hebraic Torah perspective, and their interpretation is totally wrong. Christianity has got it wrong. The New Testament does not support Christianity. Now, I could go on and on and on, but I think I'll stop here uh, with with this introduction and general explanation of the Yeshua Judaism podcast series. I hope you at least have somewhat of an idea of what you will hear on these podcasts. And I look forward to both producing them, creating them, and more so, of course, I look forward to you and others listening to them and sharing them. Thank you.